When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Super Rugby podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and... Toby Harris. Toba, 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 the Tobinator. How has the week been for you, mate? Busy. <laughs> busy. Real busy. I've been out of school uh, a lot of the a lot of the week actually. Been at a couple of hockey tournaments. Now, I heard that you um you used to work at one school, you work at a new school, you bet the old school. Yes, how did you find that out? Uh, having lunch with someone who may have got a call from you to gloat. A call from... I didn't ring anyone. Or a text to gloat. Who was that? <laughs> You'll have to work it out, mate. You'll have to work it out. No, anyway, I definitely it, wasn't gloating. You were gloating. No. <laughs> um, hey, listen, it's been a very interesting weekend of rugby. We had the, the highs of New Zealand... Absolutely tearing Jeez. Italy a new one. Yeah, big time. Um, and then we had the lows of Fiji basically sneaking through um, at the, you know, absolutely doing the bare minimum. Almost embarrassing for them, really. You know, after nearly beating Wales, after beating Australia, and then nearly losing to one of the disappointments of the World Cup. Oh, yeah. Hugely. Hugely. If they had lost that, I would say that would have been the biggest sort of... I mean, Georgia aren't a bad team, but to to be able to to do that against those two other teams uh, and then to almost, you know, muck it up with... You know, Australia must have been watching that thinking, oh my goodness. I know. (laughs) We're not out of the World Cup. I mean, to be fair, they still are in with a slim to nil chance, though. And, we'll sport, oh, you know, that's one of my news stories, so we'll leave it. Um, but, yeah, interesting week, wasn't it? Interesting week. It certainly was. Talking about news stories, should we head over to, not the news, but to our messages from our supporters? Yes. Now, I've actually had one on the uh, on the Facebook so shall I read the, this one's from the okay. Scrum Doctor. Oh, I he love says, the Scrum Doctor. Yes. Hello, lads. Um, all the chat about a second tier competition to run alongside the rugby championship is all well and good. And I think it would be an awesome idea. But a couple of things will stand in the way of this. Uh, or make at least... Or at least make it a true representation of how teams are year in, year out. Uh, think how hard it is to get these Pacific Island players and teams together for the World Cup. Majority of the teams have plenty of other than New Zealand. Plenty much. 
pretty much, sorry, other than New Zealand, have players spread across the world, mainly France and UK. It would be hard for players to be released across the international season without upsetting European clubs. And he's spot on, you know. I I didn't actually think about getting those club players released. Now, is it there should be like um, an international window like they do in soccer football? Don't know. I thought that there was an international window, but I, I it's maybe it's Nations. it's a Europe, yeah, it's a European window, maybe yeah. not an international window. It's only for the Six Nations. Because so that that just means Correct. that just means that you'd have to rearrange your competition so that you were doing it at the same time as the Six Nations. Yes, but then it's like right at the start of the season, isn't it? It you is, know, but Super you know Rugby what? hasn't really even kicked off yet. I just think if if anyone's going to have to bend, it's going to have to be the Southern Hemisphere. Um, oh, yeah. Because 100%. if you really look at it, New Zealand and Australia um, are out there on a limb. Everyone yep. else can, can easily travel across to Europe. Um, so I think, you know, it'll be, it's definitely going to be New Zealand and Australia that are just going to have to suck it up, get on with it. And if they want to have access to these other teams, which they will or they won't, um, but if they do want to have access to the other teams, they want to have access to the best players, then having a competition running alongside the Six Nations or the world, you know, world rugby have got to get their heads together and they've got to make it happen where there is an international rugby window and these players are released for that. Um, bigger question is would it stop French clubs from buying these players or you know um, you know having them in their squads if they knew that they would be released for you know a six week period and they weren't going to be available to play for the French leagues no well they're they're like that though for the Six Nations aren't they not many of them play in the Six Nations though so therefore they still get them. They still get to keep them. You know, you only play in the Six so Nations. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you know, if they're going to have to release them for the rugby championship, would they have them in the yeah. first place? Yeah, they. I'm sure they it, would. Or would they but pay them as it, much? They wouldn't. Definitely wouldn't pay them as much because they're not there, are they? No. You know, so no. I think more people would almost go to Japan. Because their season's so short, and it definitely will align with the rugby championship. You know, will we? Will New Zealand, Australia get more players because of it? Well, I mean, I don't think New Zealand and Australia would get more players, but I do think. I mean, it's just going to saturate the Japanese market. I think, I think unfortunately, players would just turn down playing for their country. They'd they'd go to France as they have always, and they'd say, "I'm not available to play for Fiji in Only this international window." Yeah, apart from yeah. the World Cups, which would be a real shame. Yes, Definitely agreed. would be a real shame. Right on to the next um, one, sir. Yeah, so I'll go Jason Styles. Yeah, g'day boys. Have has Eddie Jones lost his mojo? Do you think Dave Rennie would do better? What should Australia do, uh, putting all their eggs in the Eddie Jones basket, or shall they move on to younger and newer ideas? Thank you, gentlemen. Oh, God, how professional. Now, that is, is that Ben Zealand? No. Can I just no, say that's ben Jason Styles, no, no. mate. But Ben Zealand has just had a child, so congratulations to Ben Zealand. Oh, nice. Nice. It's just a shame that he's still rubbish at Superbrew, but it's okay. <laughs> Um, has he lost his mojo? I think he's definitely gone out on a limb here, hasn't he? Oh, um, it's hard to say that he hasn't lost his mojo because he, you look at England, he took England from a team that made the final of the World Cup and he took them all the way through to the position that they were in when he left and that was not in a good spot. No, he's then taken he's over from. The same. 
Yeah, I mean, he hasn't had long with Australia, but he has no. completely and utterly thrown out all the good work that Dave Rennie did with his squad size yeah. and basically threw out, you know, you'd probably say seven starting players yeah. from Dave Rennie's squad, which was a crazy thing to do. Players. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see the reasoning behind it was a it was a valid idea to give these younger players World Cup experience, but I think if that would have only made sense if they had made the quarters. The yes. fact that they haven't made it the quarters now makes him look really, really silly. So I think he has lost his mojo. Can he get it back? I think I think he can get it back. You know, he hey, is Australia a can still make it. No. <laughs> of, of yeah, they can still make it, but there's no chance of them making it. You never know, sir. You never know. Right. Uh, do you want to go? Yeah, I'll go um, the Razzle or the Dazzler. Yeah. Um, he has said, um, what is the level of temptation for it to even be raised as an issue that Ireland and Scotland could collide? <clears throat> could collude. Sorry, collude. Oh, no. I've collude to... Um, negotiate the outcome of their match to eliminate red-hot favourites South Africa to go home after the pool rounds. I'm shocked this even came up. This is a very South African thing to to do. They they don't think it's going to come up. So basically what it would take is it would take for Scotland to win I'm going to go through it. So Okay, you go through it. Okay, I'll bring it up. Senorita. So, it would take <clears throat> uh, Scotland to beat Ireland and deny them a bonus point, and that would knock Ireland out completely. Yes. So then that would mean that South Africa would go top, and Scotland would go second. But th- yes. there is an there is a possibility of all of them ending on fifteen points. Where South Africa's currently on fifteen. Yeah. Then Scotland, if they beat Ireland, but then Ireland get a bonus point, like a losing bonus point, they could all be on fifteen points. And then it would come or down to four point. try bonus point. Or a four try bonus. It'd be a four. So what needs to happen is Scotland need to win by yeah. more than eight, and Ireland need to get a bonus try a bonus point for try scored yeah so basically if scotland score eight tries um and ireland score four tries then basically it means that south africa go out the likelihood of that happening is virtually nil yeah it's it's close to to being nothing it'd be it'd be real interesting though if scotland just threw caution to the wind and went went out like five tries early <laughs> early oh doors gosh, can you imagine and uh and then Ireland have got to play got to play some expansive rugby to catch up that would be incredibly interesting but yeah nah not gonna happen not gonna okay. happen South Africa yeah. are safe yeah um the bigger question is can Ireland beat beat Scotland I think they, they can can Scotland beat Ireland I definitely think that could happen. Uh, the pressure putting on Ireland would be interesting, but yeah. can Scotland beat Ireland by more than eight points? Ugh. Not sure. Don't think it's going to happen. No, I can't see it happening, but we'll see. Especially the way that Ireland play. You know, Ireland play a suffocating um, style in defence. So therefore, you know, to yeah. get... You know they're they're gonna they're gonna get points, aren't they? They're gonna score a try probably at minimum. They're yep. gonna kick goals. They're gonna kick penalties. So you know Scotland are gonna have to score three tries to be in with a chance. Yeah. And I just don't see them scoring three tries against Ireland's defence. No, nor me. Um. So anyway, yeah. So I, I'm a, I agree with you. This isn't this is a South African thing. They're just trying to create a new story. There's absolutely no chance anyone's colluding with anyone else. Um, you know, South Africa will go through. Last one here, mate. Uh, on another podcast, I've heard them talking over 
who, which team at their very best would win the World Cup? Uh, I thought it was an interesting question and I'd love your views on it. Thanks to the pod boys. It brings a smile to my face each and every week. Jack Hyatt. So which team do you think in a one-off game, if they played their absolutely best, would be the best team in the world on the day? <laughs> it's a very good question, but you could say you could say anyone really, couldn't you? On their day. I, I don't think you could. I think Ireland <clears throat> Ireland would be beaten by South Africa, New Zealand and France. Uh, if they played their best and all those other teams played their best because the great thing about Ireland is they're so consistently good. They're currently playing at like 90% all the time, whereas yeah. the other teams, they go up, they go down. Yeah, um, first half is But 90, in a one-off game... Second half is 40. Yeah. So I'm going to say Ireland are out. Okay. I think you're then saying... Oh, you know, you're then looking at South Africa, New Zealand, France. I would say those three uh, are exceptional when they're on their game. Yeah. But who is the most exceptional? Well, I mean, when we played Italy over the weekend, we were exceptional. We were exceptional, yes. And... You know, that might be a question later on for us. Have we had our stride or, you know, what what's happening? But Italy, people were saying that Italy were going to potentially beat New Zealand. You know, they were going to be a bit of a hiccup for us. It was 96-17. <laughs> I know. It was... You know, it was that, amazing, really, wasn't it? I mean, it was like, amazing. We didn't beat sort of Namibia by that much. No, I mean, we can go into this in more detail, but pretty much New Zealand were offended that people were talking. I mean, I was talking about it. I, I didn't think that I uh, Italy would beat us, but I said we might not beat them by more than 30. You know, it might yeah. be... It might be 20 in there, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, there, there was a chance that they could beat us, but it was incredibly, incredibly small. Um, so, therefore, but I did not see 97 points. No, it was 96, 17. 96. Didn't see you that know, coming. Wow. I don't think anyone saw that coming. And if you did, by jingos, good on you. You've made a lot of money. Yeah. You made a lot of money. <laughs> yep. Um, what I think is, is interesting is I do think New Zealand at their very best could beat any other country. Um, but I'm not sure you could beat South Africa. If South Africa played at their very, very best and New Zealand played at their very best and France played, I think potentially... New Zealand would still come third. And really, yeah. it comes down to the fact that when France play well, they dominate at the ruck. They're incredibly hard to break down in defense. Um, you look at South Africa are very similar. And I just think with New Zealand, they played really, really well. But I think we're creaky in defense. Even when we're playing at our very best, we creak in defense. We give them a bit of time. And I just don't see those weaknesses in a French outfit and in a South African outfit. But now, now what I would say is, who's more likely to play at their very best? I would say New Zealand's more likely to play at their very, very best. At so, the moment, at the moment, you know, um, you know, in a one-off game, I think they could. You know, they saw that against South Africa, both in New Zealand and last year in South Africa, when they played at their very best, they dominated South Africa you know yeah true but then South Africa dominated us they certainly did <laughs> they certainly did they schooled us didn't they so yeah great question I'm going to say South Africa are the, are the, um, very closely uh, followed by France but only with Intermac and he's not available no. DuPont's looking a bit questionable 
Well, he's so not, with current he's not squads this weekend. No. So with current squads, I'm saying South Africa are the best team in the world at their very best. Yep. Agreed. All right, you mate. So it's time. Me, by the way, <laughs> you rambled. Super brute. Super brute. You love a bit of super brute. Hang on, I'm going to put the music on, mate. Are you ready for super this? Brute. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, darling. Right, mate. Go for it. Gee whiz, that's nice. Okay, so at the bottom of Super Brew, probably not partaking. We'll go to people who potentially are partaking. Um, I know that. Oh, here we go. Uh, Easy E. Carl uh, Mwanga. Ruck Me Daddy. And Bradley... Bradley Johnson. Okay, there are Bradley J. BJ. Uh, Bradley J, sorry. Uh, number one, Kano. I bet you he's been called that a few times, isn't he? That was that was a tough it was a tough school life for him, mate. Oh hell bells. <laughs> I feel for the bugger. Uh, American Blues, Niels and for for Formage. Oh god, it's a it's it's a French name. They can, they're obviously French Canadian, so I'm just going to not butcher that. Now, sir, too late. Damo, you're still on top of me. Oh, am I? We're, yeah, we're 22nd and 23rd respectively. Sure, that's low A. You went down 11 spots, <laughs> but we—it's because you said, "Oh, Samara going to win. Samara will do." It. I know. I was going to go J Pan Yang as well. You went somehow, though, didn't you? Yeah, I did, yeah, unfortunately. So who have you got this so weekend? No, top top four. I don't have my phone with me. Oh, that was I don't have my phone four. with me, mate. Super Brew's over, mate. The music can stop. You've done the top four? Yes. All right. Just stop the music then. Stop the, <laughs> stop the music. All right, you're too busy listening to the music. I was too busy um, getting excited. So, mate, it's over to breaking news. Correct. Proudly supported by your Patreon members. Thank you yes. to them. Thank you very much for your Patreon members. They help to put fuel on the car, the lights on in the house, and actually they helped with new equipment. We bought these microphones. We're doing it online we are. because of We're Patreon. Doing it over the line, aren't we? Mm. Do you want to go first, mate? Yes. I'll go first. And we sort of touched on it with um, the Pool B saga with South Africa on 15, Ireland on 14, and Scotland on 10. So it could go either way. Now, it could go either way in Pool A too, where... Yeah, it could if, do. It could if do. If France lose and Italy win, and obviously New Zealand win, then we all... Well, then France are out. You know that would be very, very tough for France to suck up. That wouldn't it? God, can you imagine? And you, you know, Italy. <clears throat> no, they're not going to do it, are they? There's no, no way they're going to do not. it. No. So that's out of the question, really. Again, it could happen in Pool C. Portugal haven't been playing that badly. No, they've they been doing do all right, mate. Fiji. And what, that what are they going to do on Fiji? Go through. What are they going to do on Fiji, mate? They're going to do them yeah. one. <laughs> um, and then, if Japan beat Argentina, Argentina, and and that, there's a chance of that. Correct. There's a chance of that. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't think that they will because I don't think, I don't think Japan have been great. But uh, no. and I think Michael Checker will will do enough with that Argentinian team. But that is a real. That is the most realistic knockout scenario isn't it yes i'd probably say that argentina are more likely to be knocked out uh, than ireland or france or uh fiji i think fiji are the most likely to be knocked out yes wow wow can't see it happening i think if, if they were going to get knocked see, out it would I have happened i can't see any of them happening but i think they're the most likely you know, Fiji okay, have been riding high. Enough. Can they do it 
four games on the bounce. You know, they almost tripped up on game three. They did. Can they do it game four? Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Uh, All Blacks bench has something no other team has. Now, I agree with the statement if he picks the right bench. Yeah. So the right bench looks to me like Damian McKenzie's on the bench. Yep. Leicester Fyanuku's on the bench. Um, and really, you've got your big hitters of, of your prop Is reserve Lester props are on the, on the bench. bench. No, he's not. But that's my point. My point being, is the All Blacks... No, that I'm talking about if they oh, go through general. to the knockout sorry. stages. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. Sorry, sorry. And he won't do it. He won't put Damian McKenzie on the bench and he won't put Lester Fyanuku on the bench. And therefore, our bench becomes... You know, basically, like not as good as our starting lineup. Whereas, yeah. if you put Lester Fainuku on the bench and you put Damien McKenzie, you bring something different on, don't you? You change the game completely when they come on. Cam Royguard, he will be on the bench, I'm sure. But you know, you think those three players, you put those three players on the bench, you bring them all on. Wow. Yeah. Dalton Pop. Papali'i on the bench, coming on for Sam Kane again, adding value. Not necessarily as as not necessarily uh, not as good, just different. Yes, but he won't do it. No, no, he won't do no. it, mate. Over to you. Next story for you, mate. No, that was it. I only needed one. One and done. You need one? I've got another one. I've okay, got another one. Go. Uh, footage emerges of Anton Dupont training in the French team. Oh my gosh. So apparently he's got a face mask that he can right. wear. Um, I think that it is 100% likely that he will play in the quarterfinal. Oh, 100%. I think he'll risk it. I mean, to be honest, the picture that we're looking at now, he doesn't actually look that bad either. <laughs> no, it's just a black eye. And a, a, to be fair, he's got a black eye. I mean, I'm sure it's swollen. But not, but not massively swollen is it no so I think he's going to be alright and I think that's exactly what France need that is for sure yes Agreed. mate what caught your eye over the weekend I'm just trying to think back to the games so the obviously the Japan game it was a it was dull I didn't enjoy it was dull it. didn't enjoy no. watching that at all um, obviously the New Zealand game was a shock. It was a shock to me. Um, and okay, were you a little bit nervous going into that game? I wouldn't say I was nervous. I thought we'd win, but I was just more nervous for my super brew. <laughs> <laughs> what did you have no. them down to do on the super brew? Thirty, I think, by thirty, yeah. or thirty-five or something like that. Anyway, but. Yeah. No, I, I thought we were always going to win, but I just wanted us to get an early try in. <clears throat> yeah, and, and, and it actually they started pretty well, tries. didn't they? They started pretty well, and then yeah. boom, once the floodgates opened, I mean, it was it was ruthless. It, it was, was the ruthless. most ruthless I've seen the All Blacks, that's for sure. And, and I did say, we, we both said actually, are we back on track? And the answer was no, but if we could put a good match out against Italy you could say that we're back on track so yeah. are we back on track I, it would depend on what we do to Uruguay tonight do you reckon I think if we can because we've we've put out a pretty good team you know yeah yeah we, we need to don't we we've got to get the we've got to get those uh cohesion going that's for yeah. sure and I think if if we can sort of if, if it looks like good rugby, you know, if we get 50, 60 points on them, that doesn't mean anything. But I think it's how we put those points away will mean more. That The one thing that has sort of really pricked up my ears is the crossfield kicks. We are becoming incredibly good at those crossfield kicks. And when you think of good. the... Of, Sorry, say that again. Predictably good, or yes, yes, a little bit. But but what I would say is, Bowden Barrett can do them. 
Yeah, Geordie Barrett. Richie Mwanga can do him. Your mate Geordie. Geordie Barrett can do him. If David Harvilli's on the pitch, he can do him. So when you talk about being predictable, it is a little bit difficult because all of those players can can do it. But also, Um, if it's becoming predictable, you can then exploit the wider areas, you know, those wider channels, because someone will always be, right, do I need to go back? Do I not? You know, if yeah, you, if you yeah. do a couple of kicks, they don't necessarily work, or one kind of does work, then that winger or fullback are they're second guessing themselves, aren't they? They are. They are. Um, okay, so I've just written down a few things here. Disappointing Samoa and Tonga. Um, you talk about, you know, teams underperforming. I think they've both underperformed, and I think that game against Japan, again, they underperformed. Uh, Fiji, I mean, oh my God, oh, squeaky bum time. Yeah, very um, They scraped it. And I thought New Zealand missed the opportunity to get 100 points. You know, could have beaten Italy by a bit more. You know, they left they left a few things out there, is what I'm trying to say. You're, you're nitpicking there, fella. But I am, you're right. But, you know, impressive. No. Yeah. Impressive South Africa, 49-18. Australia yeah. sneaking it really, but Scotland look good as well, and and I'm looking forward to this weekend's match. Scotland Ireland is going to be a humdinger. Yes. Now, I've got a question for you. Looking forward, if we were to predict the uh, quarterfinals at the moment, it'd be New Zealand versus Ireland, South Africa versus France, England versus Fiji. And Wales versus Argentina. Okay, now okay. who's going to win what? Hang on, say that again. Sorry, say that again. So New Zealand versus Ireland, South Africa yeah. versus France, England versus Fiji, and Wales versus Argentina. Who is going to win what? Okay, I'll leave. I'll leave the New Zealand one to last. I think. I think South Africa will beat France at home. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. I think um, I think England will beat Fiji. Agreed. Um, and I think oh, I think the way that Wales are playing, I think they'll beat Argentina. But it depends Agreed. which Argentinian team turns up. I think Wales will beat them. I think yep. Wales will beat them. I think World Cup, Warren Gatlin, the Welsh spirit, the pride, and all that yep. stuff. Beats beats uh, Argy. Yeah. Okay, who's going to win out of New Zealand and Ireland? Right now? Yeah. I think New Zealand will. <laughs> I think the same as well. But, we have to think but like I, that, I, don't we? Yeah, we do. But I just think, again, it's like the quarterfinal um, bogey for, you know, Ireland. They haven't one past the quarterfinal and I just don't I just you know I don't think they're I don't think they're so much better than us no that that won't come into play if you think about it all right if you think about it how many do you know what I'm even going to look it up I'm even going to look it up just bear with me but what's the question first so the question is what I want to know is the Oh, where's the pools? Oh, oh, here we go. Is the points difference? So the points difference for... Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> no, okay, right, no. So it's almost irrelevant right now, but points difference with f- after four games will be different. You know, New Zealand, 133 points difference. Ireland, 122 as it stands. Yeah. And then you've got Wales are on 60. England are on 110. You know, and to be fair, England have another sort of easy game. We've got an easier game, don't we? How, how, I just, how does this relate, though? How does it relate to the quarterfinals? Well, it relates to the quarterfinals to, you know, we're, we're scoring tries now. Yes. Ireland's last game, they didn't 
did they score one try? You know, we've scored however many we did against Uruguay. We're going to score a fair few, I can imagine. You know, again, back-to-back weeks. The only thing I would say about all of that is when we play uh, Ireland, if we play Ireland, if if Scotland don't miraculously win, that those kind of the, all the timings that we've become accustomed to against these weaker teams, they will not be there in the quarterfinal. No, or, or will we play more freely? You know, give yourself a, a half a step back so you've got more time. Maybe, you and know, maybe we'll decide not to kick the leather off the ball. Correct. Um, the reason, okay, so the re, my reasoning for saying that we would beat Ireland is because I think. It's going to be a tight game. It's going to be a, t- a close game. Yeah. And getting down to that last 10, 15 minutes, 15 to 10 minutes, Ireland are going to not be like loads ahead. So therefore, it's going to creep into their mind. They've never made it out of the quarters, you know. And I think for Ireland, even though I do think Ireland are a better team than us at the moment, I think under that pressure, New Zealand will handle that pressure better than Ireland. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, I'm going to say France will beat South Africa at home. Wow. Uh, but I'll make another claim. If South Africa beat France, they will go on to win the whole World Cup. Wow. Huge. Yeah, because if they beat France, they'll have an easier... Well, both who, out of New Zealand and Ireland, whoever wins that's got an easier... Um, See me, yeah, and the same for South Africa, France. So they'll they'll hit the high of beating a, a France, let's say, or a or a whatever, yep. and then they'll they won't be need to be quite at that level again the next uh-huh. week. They can be slightly down from that, yep. and then they can go into the final all guns blazing. Whereas someone like a, an England or a Wales, they've got to have a great game, and then another great game. Yes. Um, whereas I think either New Zealand, Ireland, or South Africa and France, they're going to be so. It's going to be such a tough match that they will naturally come down a little bit into that semi, but then they'll be back up for the final. Yes. Hmm. Very, very interesting. Right, we're over to Razzler Dazzlers. Question for us, mate. Yeah, I'll read it out. It's a good one. Hello, Damien and Toby. You seemed shorter. Some questions last episode. So we were supposed to do this last week, but we're doing it this week. Okay. I know you're always happy to help. I know he's always happy to help. Here's one for you two to discuss over the remaining weeks of the tournament. Pick your all-time best starting lineup from each team that has made the Rugby World Cup final. So you don't have to go through all the 20 nations. So we've got New Zealand, Australia, England, South Africa, and France. You can only select players who have played in a Rugby World Cup squad, but not necessarily in the final. Start with New Zealand, then open up to the listeners of other nations, announce the following week's uh, nation uh, nation that we're going to do, and try and get people in to give us their teams, which I think is a great idea. Great idea. So we've just got to name our best ever New Zealand team from people who have played at a World Cup. So oh we might as well start on the backs <laughs> yep. because they're the ones that we know quite well. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start off by saying Christian Cullen oh, at fullback. Oh, fullback, sorry. Yeah, gosh. Okay. Um, John Alomo at 11. John Alomo at 11. Who are you yeah. putting on the right wing? Right wing. Oh, I would love to say um, Adi Savea. No, Julian Savea. Julian Savea. 2015 World Cup. He was very good. I'm going to counter that and say John Kerwin. John Right wing. Yes, fine. Okay. Happy with that. Uh, Centres. Oh, oh, there's only two people for it. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll, give them, I'll give them both to you. You you say it. Conrad Smith and Maunonu. Yeah. Now, I could say Frank Bunce at 13. There's an argument for Frank Bunce, but they, they, I'm sorry, Conrad those Smith. Two, those yeah, two. Yeah, okay, I've got you. Thank you. Thank you. Ten? Uh, ten, I think we all know Dan Carter. Oh, really? Now, 
Interesting. Bench, though. Bench. Carlos Spencer off the bench. Interesting. Yeah. But uh, Dan Carter. Dan Carter, definitely. I, th- I would have thought you said the beaver. Oh, no chance. <laughs> no chance. Marty Banks. It's a shame he didn't play for the All Blacks. Ooh, Marty Banks. He didn't make the World Cup squad, mate. No. <laughs> um, at nine, who are you going to go for? Well, you've just got to go Aaron Smith, don't you? I think you do. I think you do go Aaron Smith, yeah. But Perry Weepu, good shout no. from a from a from a no, no. <laughs> I love no. Perry Weepu though. I know. I loved him. You love Justin Marshall. Justin Marshall? Um, <laughs> Kelleher? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. I think we both we both agree. Um, okay. At eight. I'm going to put it out there. Zinzan Brook at eight. Okay. Yep. Fine. Could be Rido, though. Couldn't Could you? Could be Rido, you know. Or Good would, you go, would you go Adi Savia in eight? Mm, I think yes, yes and no, depending on how he ends up this year. But I think Zinzan Brook for me was uh, probably. I'm a little bit older than you, just a little bit. Um, he was amazing. He was he was a, you know, he made he changed the way the eights played. Fine, basically Zinzan Brook. Then now the next one's very tough. You got Michael Jones or uh, Richie McCaw. Well, Richie McCaw. Yeah, I think you go Richie McCall, but I tell you what, Michael the Iceman Jones, he was unbelievable. He wouldn't have played Sundays. What if the World Cup final? He wouldn't have played Sundays. Sundays you're right. Um, okay, who are you going to go at uh, blindside? Jerome Kano. A hundred percent. Jerry Collins. We've forgotten about Jerry Collins. R.I.P. He's a, he's a bloody good player as well, wasn't he? Jeez. Bloody good player, but I would I would prefer to have Jerome. Okay, so who you got at the locks? Oh, you've got to go Brad Thorne for one, don't you? One hundred percent, Brad Thorne. You you forgot and I think about you've him, got to didn't go, you? I think you've got to go Retallick, don't you? Or Retallick or Sam? I think you've got to go Retallick. He's the only, I think he's the only tight five player to win World Player of the Year. Yeah. So no, I Richie think McCall's you've got to go Brody Retallick. So who? Oh, tight five. Don't worry. Tight five, yeah. yeah. Sorry, tight sorry, five. bud. Um, now, now I get a little bit. missing Buck Shelford here. No, no, mate. No, 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 no. Mate, Buck, Buck he... was a player, but he didn't, I don't, did he make the World Cup squad? I don't know, but Buck Shelford, mate. Got his scrotum ripped out. You know, you've got to put him on the team somewhere. Medic. He's he a be hard medic. bastard, isn't he? He could be the medic. <laughs> He'd be the worst medic ever. Just get, get on up. with it, man. You get up. <laughs> you soft. You soft, man. You just soft, boy. <laughs> get up. Okay. Um, Yo, don't make him. They don't make him like they used to, eh, bro? <laughs> I've just got my nuts hanging out. No sack involved. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need my second crack wax day, bro. <laughs> I've got no hair for Definitely not anyway. the back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're getting off topic here. We're getting off topic. We are getting off topic. <laughs> okay. Um, Front um, three. I- I'm going to say Sean Fitzpatrick at, at Hooker. Yeah, okay. And then I'm going to insist on saying Olo Brown, who okay. was the best prop Ever. And I'm going to then go and say Carl Heyman. Yes, thank you. I was going to say Carl Heyman. So, Olo Brown, you could eat a five-course meal off his back when he scrummaged. Yeah. Uh, and you just would not move Carl Heyman. Well, no, Carl Heyman was like six foot four and yeah. so huge, 18 stone. Yeah. He was actually a really nice guy. He was yeah. a lovely, lovely guy as well. So I heard he was like a bit Owen of a. Farrell. <laughs> Heard he's a good guy. Owen Farrell. Oh, oh, why? Okay, Farrell. I don't know. I think we did all right there, mate. So you know, if you if you think we've missed anyone out here, please just do let us know with a, an email or a, or a message. Um, and let's say let's try and get people. Let's go. Um, let's throw it over to our an Australian contingent. Ooh. Um, we're going to go Australia next week. We we yep. definitely would hope that Razzler Dazzler will put his team out. 
which gets yep. us going. Uh, and then we'll go off to England, I think, and to go there. So next week, we're looking for people listening to the show to give us their best Australian starting lineup yep. of all time. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Mate, to finish off the show, I have a question for you. Okay. What has been the top three host nations, the top three World Cup host cities, nations, that type of thing? Uh, I'll go through all of the World Cups, okay? So the first one was New Zealand and Australia co-hosting. Yeah. The second was an absolute shocker. It was France, England, Wales, Scotland, and Ireland. Jeepers. The Six Nations. Uh, and then, oh, no. then oh. it was uh, South Africa, 95, as we know. And then again, it was the same thing again. Wales, England, France, Scotland, and Ireland. Yeah, uh, 2003, Australia. 2007, France. Wales and Scotland. 2011, New Zealand. Then it was England and Wales, Japan. And obviously this one is France. So the top three hosts of the Rugby World Cup. I can't believe it's in the U- the US of A. Not it's not um it's not there yet. So they are saying in twenty thirty one it's out of USA and Japan. Ah, uh, sorry, and Australia. And then but because Australia have correct because Australia have um won in twenty twenty seven, they're not going to win it again, are they? No, no. So who do you reckon host the best ever World Cup? Oh, I I really like the 2015 one. But that's because we won. Correct. Um, <laughs> I think the Japan, the Japan one, you know, it, it took over a nation, didn't it? A nation that, where rugby was very fresh. Yes. I, I'm going to agree with you. I think the Japanese World Cup has to be up there. What I am going to say, though, is I think we've only got, I think there's four. I think there's Japan. I think there's New Zealand. When New Zealand hosted it, they hosted it. You know what I mean? They were a hostess with the mostess, okay? Yes. Um, but I also think this French World Cup is yeah, class. Good. Really good. And then you've got South Africa, to uh, 1995 South okay. Africa. So you've got New Zealand, you've got Japan, you've got... Um, uh, South Africa the, the and thing I'll say about you got this, France this one yeah, the, but the only thing I'll say about this French one is during the summer we both went around France didn't we and the marketing for it was nearly nil whereas yes. I think the other countries now I didn't travel around Japan but I was in New Zealand for the New Zealand one and it was great you know it was everywhere. Same with the English one. It was everywhere. But just with that French one, it was a bit like I only saw it in sort of petrol stations where you could win a, or buy a ball. You know, I don't know what it was like in Japan, but that's just my feeling. I, of it. I, um, I agree with that. But when I look around and I see the crowds who are going to minnow, minnow matches, yes. you know, big stadiums are still packed. Yeah, which is great. Um, you know, which is great. But twenty twenty thousand people going to see Ireland train—that's impressive. But I do agree with you. We were both there. We both saw it firsthand, and it was like there was not a Rugby World Cup going on in a few yeah. weeks' time. Correct. So, are we saying they are out? Yes. Okay. So then it goes to uh, South Africa, Japan, New Zealand. I'm going to say Japan. I'm going to agree with you. Japan at number one. Yeah. At number two, do we go New Zealand or do we go South Africa 1995? I think we have to go South Africa 95. Just that time in the world and in their own country, you know, like the apartheid. We had Nelson Mandela and all that sort of thing. So I think we've got to go them. I agree with you too, mate. So that puts New Zealand at number three. And and I feel a bit tough because I heard that the 2003 World Cup in Australia was a great World Cup as well. But England won, so they we can't be doing that. No, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not, mate. Right, mate. That is the show. That's it. For another week. 
Yes. Um, looking forward to the games coming up. Looking forward to seeing if the Scots can beat uh, the Irish. I'm looking forward to see if the the Japs Japan can uh, beat uh, the um, the Argies. Yep. Well, um, also, will will Georgia trip up Fiji? Will Georgia trip up Fiji? Imagine, or can you or imagine? Do you mean Georgia tripping up Fiji and then not Georgia is going it? on? It's not Georgia. Yes, it is. Not yeah. Georgia. It's um. Well, it's not Georgia, is it? It's not Georgia. Who is it? It's I it was um. Georgia. No, it it's um Portugal. Is it? I think it's Portugal. Oh yeah, because they just played Georgia. They just Ugh. played Georgia. Yeah. No, don't worry, mate. And Brain's then, moving slow, and, eh? And then, and then Australia go on to win the Rugby World Cup after losing two pool matches. Mate, mate, don't get ahead the of yourself. Scenes. There's absolutely the no chance. The scenes. Do you know what? Though I'd love if Australia played England. <laughs> you know, oh, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Oh God. <laughs> oh, it would be good, be uh, good. Mate, yeah So anyway What can people do To support us? Uh, they can like Share, subscribe um, They can five star review Email in um, Had a few messages On the uh, The Facebook So please yep. just send a message On there um, We're not on the Instagram anymore So if you're messaging there um, You're not You're not going to get a response <laughs> No. Um, but yeah. Oh, Patreon. Link is below. Link is below. Any any, always... any amount of money is uh, welcomed. Correct. Welcomed in these tough times. Yes. And, you know, you can hire us out if you want as well. What would we do for their services? What, what, what do I'd you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, what would... I, I, what? I would <laughs> still be keen to do a wedding. I'd love to do a wedding. I'd love me and you to be... Master of ceremonies <coughs> at a wedding. Can you imagine that? That'd be class, eh? It <laughs> would be so good, and we'd do it very professionally. Yeah, I def- definitely just don't do give us just don't give us a script to read out because we'll butcher no, it. And possibly prep the bride's family. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> well, uh, I'm thinking more the bride's family for for you. Just to warn them that, you know, this handsome Kiwi's coming in. Two handsome Kiwis, sir. <laughs> I'll buy you uh, okay, a I'll, ta- I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. Mate, anyway, until next week. See you later. Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.